0: found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this special edition episode is Joy Stories. When it seems like the world is upside down, where can joy be found? It is the end of April, and what a month it has been for so many of us. Some of you will identify strongly with the joy part of my theme this month, and some of you will identify strongly with the sorrow part of my theme this month. And then there will be some who will have had a strong mix of joy and sorrow. As I pondered the new world order we are living in, I thought it would be good to have a special edition episode of the podcast and highlight some stories of joy to end this month with. Hope you are feeling the same way and enjoy these next short stories of simple joys experienced in these days of physical distancing. Story 1 I have a three-year-old great-niece who is most delightful and full of energy. She is also very intelligent and can keep you on your toes in a variety of ways. In order to give her mom a break, I offered to read a story to her on Skype. Of the options I gave, she chose Robert Munch's classic, Pigs, and I must say I was delighted with her choice. She listened intently as we moved through the book, and we had several good laughs over the antics of the pigs, like when they invaded the principal's office and drank his coffee, or when they were driving the school bus. After the book reading, she asked if we could have a play date, and I agreed. So down the stairs she bounded with tablet in hand, asking me all along the way if I could see everything she was showing me. Needless to say, I got a good view of the ceiling and when the tablet finally came to rest on the floor of the basement, I could hear her asking if I could see all her amazing soccer moves. I had to yell back to her that all I could see was the ceiling and she would have to turn the tablet around so she could see my face and then that would mean I could see her. She figured it out and I got to watch her enjoy kicking her soccer ball, jumping on her mini trampoline and even the little car she could ride around the basement. It was all great fun. The other day, my sister had a play date with the same great niece, and it was even funnier than mine, for my great niece decided my sister needed a nap. So she took the tablet and placed it in her doll's crib and covered the screen with a blanket so my sister could have a nap. Needless to say, my sister enjoyed her play date by looking at a blanket and hearing my great niece entertaining her from a distance. You gotta love small kids and how delightful they can be. Story 2 A few weeks ago, I heard my mailbox lid being lifted and the sound of something being stuffed into it. I could not get outside to the mailbox fast enough to see who was putting something in the mailbox, but did get there in time to see what it was a large green bag with something rectangular in it. I brought the bag into the house and opened it and found a very lovely cartoon-like painting inside, depicting a house build similar to the ones that my brother used to do with Habitat for Humanity. Being one to assume things too quickly, I thought it must be from Habitat for Humanity in memory of my brother, and the unsigned card inside seemed to indicate this. However, after contacting Habitat for Humanity, I found out they were not responsible. Hmm. The curious in me decided it was time to do some sleuthing. So I emailed and texted the friends I thought might be responsible and carefully coded my messages, hoping that if one of them was responsible, they would trip up and confess. Uh, Nope. No one confessed. And the closest response to a confession I got was the word, perhaps... So I now am the proud owner of a lovely painting done by a local artist whom I also contacted and the only response he had was, I am glad it found a good home. Oh yeah, no help there. However, even though I have no idea where it came from, this painting is one that will hang in my home in memory of my brother and one that brings me great, great joy. So thank you to whoever gave it to me. Story three. Living in an old neighbourhood has its advantages, like back lanes, sidewalks and houses that sit very close to one another. As a result, seeing neighbours and even connecting with them works, even in these days of physical distancing. Seeing I am such a relational person and had to self-isolate for two weeks after some travel, I was feeling the need to connect and yet respect physical distancing guidelines. The idea came to me that I would open my garage door, sit on a chair, get some sun, a break from working at home and watch the comings and goings of the back lane. Day one it was just me. Day two there ended up being 11 of us with neighbors opening their garage doors and doing the same thing as I did so that we could talk to each other at a very safe distance. Day three there were nine of us including several children who showed us all kinds of tricks they could do in the snow. It is now more than three weeks since the first back lane gathering, and the connections continue with even dogs joining our gatherings. What joy fills my heart each time the garage doors open and we have a chance to catch up on how everyone is doing, what some are doing to make life easier for others, and some things that make us laugh and laugh and laugh. Story four. Some of the things I love to do are cook and bake. Since life has come to almost a virtual standstill, it has been fun to cook and bake a lot. Trying new recipes, going to familiar ones from my mom's favorite collection, and then sharing my results with others. Since my neighbor next door lives alone and doesn't cook too often for himself, I offered to cook dinner for him one evening. At the same time I also decided to delve into my Mom's recipes and bake her recipe for Pasca or Easter bread. My nephew lives just down the street from me and also does not want to cook or bake very often for himself, so I offered him one of the Pasca loaves I had made. Just as cooking dinner for my neighbor was about done, my nephew called to let me know he was on his way to pick up his Pasca loaf. The dinner I was cooking for the neighbor was put on hold while I took the loaf for my nephew out to the front porch and waited for him to arrive. He soon appeared and as he approached the front porch, we had a nice long chat. While chatting out of the corner of my eye, I caught the face of a man walking his dog as he looked our way, smiled and said hello. I responded to his greeting and he continued on walking his dog. Soon after this, my nephew left and about 20 minutes later, dinner for my neighbour was ready. So I texted him to come and get it. I put the meal on the front porch, and just as he came over to get it, the man walking his dog came by again. This time he caught my eye, burst out laughing, and chuckled heartily as he walked by the scene of my giving the neighbour his dinner. It would have been so fun to know what was going on inside of his head as he watched me first giving Pascha to my nephew and then, 20 minutes later, giving dinner to my neighbor. Whatever he thought, it was lovely to be able to give things I made away and to see someone who witnessed this laugh so heartily. Maybe he thinks I keep the single man of my neighborhood fed. Whatever, it all made my heart sing with joy. Story five. So many of us who are part of a faith community Realized that Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter would look very different this year, and I wondered how it would feel to be separated from one another and just connect online. As I was pondering this all, a friend called and let me know that he, together with others, had an idea of how to make Palm Sunday especially meaningful for the people who attend the Big Red Church in my neighbourhood. I loved the idea he shared and told him I thought it would bring great joy to those who benefited from it. A few days later, I heard the lid of my mailbox being lifted once again and ran to see who had come and done a drop-off. No one was to be seen, but there in my mailbox was a live palm leaf and a beautiful card with some encouraging words inside. How lovely and kind it was of my friend to include me in the list of those who would be blessed by their idea. What joy I had raising and waving the palm leaf on Palm Sunday, as I was reminded of Jesus Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem on a donkey. There you have it, five simple stories of joy that have filled these surreal days for me. What are your stories of joy? Have you been the recipient of joy? Have you been the one spreading it? The song I chose for this special edition episode is Ode to Joy written by Beethoven and performed by Jordan Jacku and David Miller. Both of these men are excellent musicians whom I have had the privilege of serving with here at Square One World Media. I thank them for giving me music to use on my podcast. How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Micah's Super Vlog is a cartoon that uses witty comedy, fun, and adventure to provide relevant teaching on God's Word for English-speaking children. A viewer recently came across the show on Jelly Telly. Thanks for spreading the gospel to older kids and young teens. Micah is truly going into all the world, one view at a time. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. These five stories are simple, yet speak of joy and the delights that can be found in these days that I know hold great suffering for many. My hope and prayer is that you, the listener from Bangladesh, Brazil, Canada, Italy, Germany, Mexico, Paraguay, the United States, or some other country, enjoy the stories, perhaps giggled a little, and that listening to them may have made you feel like the verse found in the Bible in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15. Let me read that verse, verse 30, from a few different translations. First, from the New Living Translation, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart, good news makes for good health. Now from the message, a twinkle in the eye means joy in the heart, and good news makes you feel fit as a fiddle. And finally, from the New English Translation, a bright look brings joy to the heart, and good news gives health to the body. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website, www.ascoopoflife.com, or on Facebook or or Instagram under a scoop of life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think SCOOP like an ice cream, but it is W-W-W dot dot C-O-M, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode. And I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com.